Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President of Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise. I am here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Thomas Prest. He is the Lead Cryptographic Researcher at PQ Shield. Hello, Thomas, how are you? I'm doing great, how are you? I'm doing just fine, thank you very much. You have a very cool title. What does a Lead Cryptographic Researcher do? Uh, thank you. So uh, it it does it only means that uh, I'm uh, I'm leading the cryptographic research team inside PQ Shield, and so uh, PQ Shield we're a company building post quantum products, and my team and I were in charge of uh, coming up with uh, innovative solutions to some open problems in post quantum cryptography. Okay, so that leads me directly into what I want wanted to ask you. Um, we've been talking about this post quantum cryptography a lot. Um, so I'd, I'd like for you to, for, first, before I, I, I really dive deep into it, what exactly is post-quantum cryptography? So post-quantum cryptography has been invented to deal with the incoming advent of quantum computers. So as you certainly know, there are lots of companies that are investing a lot of resources to build practical quantum computers. And, uh, and this is great, you know, because it's going to solve a lot of nice problems, but the, the one caveat that they have is that they are also going to break most of the public cryptography that is used today, which basically means that it's going to make all our communications as of today insecure. And post-quantum cryptography, the goal of uh, this research field is to replace this soon to be broken building blocks by more secure building blocks. Okay, keep going because I'm not exactly sure what you mean by building blocks. So you, you can think of, uh, okay, for example, at the moment we are discussing on Zoom and you can think of Zoom as a protocol and this protocol is built upon a lot of smaller blocks and these blocks can be, for, for example, an encryption scheme, a signature scheme, and the current situation today is that these, these building blocks, such as a public key encryption or signature, they are perfectly fine. But when practical quantum computers will be built, they will be insecure. And by extension, the conversation that we are having at the moment will be open to anyone with the resources to, to have a quantum computer. Okay. So if I'm an, if I'm an embedded developer, why do I care? Um, well, you, you care because your customers will certainly want uh, products that are secure and that enable them to keep confidentiality, uh, authentication, and so they are going to ask you to, to have a, a scheme, to have a protocol, that a product that is post-quantum secure, and so you will need to deliver that. And there's also a more pragmatic reason, which is sort of uh, indirect consequence of that, so the, the more, uh, uh, the more uh, down-to-earth reason is that NIST, for example, NSA, and many more other standardization bodies have uh, standardized, have started to standardize post-quantum cryptography this very year. And so it means that in order to be compliant with their recommendations, you will have to switch to post-quantum cryptography or you're going to lose market share. What about the people who say that this isn't for real, that it's, 
just chicken little saying the sky is falling and it's not really something that people need to worry about. Well, uh, it is true that, you know, as uh, at the moment we, we have quantum computers that are slow, that are not fast enough to break uh, the current cryptography, but there is so much money that's being invested in it and so many smart people who are uh, working on the topic that I'm, I'm confident that in the next two decades, uh, it's going to happen. Yeah, but two decades, I mean, why would I be thinking about it now? Um, well, transitioning products, it takes a lot of time, especially if you're in the embedded industry. So doing it now, instead of doing it when it's too late, basically, it saves you a lot of headaches, especially if you're thinking about uh, attacks of the form store now decrypt later, where uh, a malicious party could intercept communications that are happening now and that will still be sensitive in say uh, 10 years and decrypt them when they have uh, the cap capability to do so. Is it okay for me to just say, well, I don't need to worry about it because PQ Shield is gonna take care of it for me. Well, yes, if you if you hire us, then sure, we are going to take care of all of that for you. I mean, I, I'm half joking when I say that, but is is that an okay solution? Will you guys handle that for me? Oh yes, we uh, we propose uh, we propose embedded uh, products. We propose a software solution, hardware solutions, and we also propose to integrate them. And so we will, you know, we we will help you to understand what you need to migrate and then how to do it. Okay. Well, that makes my life easier. Thank you very much, Thomas. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, well, if you have concerns I, out in the audience, I suggest you, re you reach out to PQ Shield because um, I, I know I was half joking about this, but this is a real thing. We've had other people on before who've said similar things. So this is something to be taken very seriously. So thank you very much, mm -hmm. Thomas. I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank you uh, for uh, all your questions. That was Thomas Prest. He is the lead cryptographic researcher at PQ Shield, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.